Welcome to the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight we're listening to The Fifth Column. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. And today is Monday, February 7th, 2022. And Canada is continuing to hold the line as we continue to watch the deep state expand its tentacles across the globe and to try to maximize on the chaos, we the people are the fifth column. And we'll talk more about that very shortly. Before we begin tonight, MyPillow, MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. That's the Bards landing page for Bards Nation, and it's awesome. It's got all the featured specials of everything that you need for your home. And with this month's or this current special, I don't know how long it's going to go, you have an ability to get a free copy of Mike Lindell's book that talks talks of his story of how he went from drug addiction to one of America's greatest CEOs and lovers of Christ. And that's with every order when you use your BARDS promo code, BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. And there's all sorts of amazing specials including 50% off on sleepwear for men and women, 50% off on my slippers, all sorts of specials on things like huge discounts on comforters, 60% off on Giza sheets. You can't live without those Giza sheets, I'm telling you. They're incredible. Just amazing products and amazing quality for a company that has literally stood as an American company, fought for American liberty, a company that prays throughout its entire workforce. You can't get better than that. Your dollars are a vote. So head on over to MyPillow.com forward slash Bards, forward slash Bards. Use your promo code Bards, B-A-R-D-S. You can use it anywhere on the MyPillow site, the Frank Speech site, or the My Store site. It's great. It's the place you want to be, and you will never want to forget. You never will forget sleeping on a Giza sheet and a MyPillow. It'll change your life, man. I'm not kidding. All right, TheFoundersBible.com, TheFoundersBible.com. It's the Bible for our time. It's amazing. It's an amazing, amazing product. It's a translation, not a product. It's God's book. And it's got our founder's documents worked within. It's an NASB 1995 edition, which to me is one of the best translations out there of the Bible. And when you read that and then you read how the corresponding documents work within from our founding fathers, you gain an amazing lesson in how Scripture was part of a living language for our founding fathers. So head on over to thefoundersbible.com. Use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, Get 20% off on those Bibles. They're an heirloom quality Bible printed in the good old U.S. of A. Excellent quality and amazing pro, uh, an amazing book to have. And if, if you're a homeschooler, I'm going to tell you, it is a homeschooling course all in one. It's all You have lessons for the entire year through that just by reading from front to back. You can't get better than that. So thefoundersbible.com. Use your promo code BARS for 20% off. Finally, Expedition, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com. Now, Patriots, this is the products that I chose to carry for a good reason because we are in a bio war and amongst uh, other things. 
The coffee is a coffee, a coffee designed for your health and energy and mental focus. Get, take that coffee in the morning. It'll carry you through the entire day. Sustained energy, high mental clarity, helps boost your serotonin. It's a fantastic product. Now we're hearing the rise of this HIV nonsense. HIV has been in these injections, and these people are spreading this garbage. I can't tell you that HIV is transmissible, but doctors are believing that now part of this transmissibility is it's carrying some form of an HIV with it. Now, the reason I say that is on the site, Expedition Coffee, X-P-E-D, expeditioncoffee.com, there is a product called Pure 47. It's a refined nano silver level product. It's the most refined silver on the market. And it has been proven to isolate all of the pathogens of the SARS-CoV strain plus HIV. It's extremely important. I take this every day. Along with the Gut Health Triad, which is there, which is helps heal and seal your gut. Along with Immune XP, which is an immune booster based on pine cone extract with vitamin C extra, with high levels of vitamin C. And Earth, which is a full body nutrient supplement. Scoop one scoop, mix it with water. It's all your body needs for the whole day. The coffee, the silver, the gut health triad, the immune booster, and the and the nutrient powder. I'm telling you, it's like a full complement of war tools for your body in this crazy world we live in where they're trying to exterminate humanity. So head on over to Expedition, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com. Patriots, I'm going to start tonight. Before we dig in too far, we want to get some updates on Canada. I mean, I just want to put this in perspective right now that we, the people, as I said in the beginning, are the fifth column. Now, what is fifth column? Fifth column, by definition, is any group of people who undermine a larger group from within usually in favor of an enemy group or nation. Well, in this case, it's, an en- it's in favor of God's children. And the fifth, fifth column can be both overt and clandestine. Overt means visible to the public or clandestine. It means under wraps or you can't see it. Now, clandestine fifth act column activities include sabotage, disinformation, and espionage executed within the defense lines by secret sympathizers with an external force. Well, here's the deal. We, the people, are the external force, and we are also those secret sympathizers. And what are we sympathizing with? Liberty. Liberty. We are truly in a war right now for the survival of humanity, and this is no joke. And we are going to have to really start coming together to realize that there's two options being presented before us. We are being played like ping pong balls with good cop, bad cop garbage, and we need to start identifying very clearly what that march of the third line is, and that line is liberty, and that's not what anybody in the elite wants you to know, and only the fifth column can get us there. And let's start. Now, tomorrow night, we have a very neat, neat guest, and I, I had said tonight, by the way, was going to be Corey Lynn. I've moved her to Wednesday night. Corey Lynn's going to be on Wednesday night. She is from Corey's Digs, and tomorrow night, we're going to have on Canadian Girl 5.0 from She's from uh, TikTok and has been doing some outstanding reporting on the truckers movement, also known as Kate. I want you to hear a couple reports from her right now. Here's one. Take, let's take a listen to this. I'm filming a podcast right now. Um, so I just hopped on really quick while we were taking a break. Social media is full of the police seizing the food and fuel that the truckers have collected over the last week and a half. I am disgusted in our government and quite frankly, 
our police force right now. You have no legal ground to take food and fuel from people that is not yours, that is theft. Canada has become a police state, completely tyrannical. If you're supporting this, you should be ashamed of yourself. That's absolutely true. I hope you're not supporting this. Anybody in Canada, wake up. Time to wake up. But, oh, don't worry. Baby Castro is back. Just listen to this. Are trying to blockade our economy, our democracy, and our fellow citizens' daily lives. It has to stop. Now, I've been saying this for some time, and I'm serious, and I'm saying this to Canada, and I'm also saying this to everybody. When you start poking the dragon, the dragon's going to bite. I have no doubt that Canada is prepared to a large degree to hold the line, but it's going to get ugly. Police today began arresting people for the littlest of things. We have video. By the way, there is a new Bards FM Canadian Revolution channel on Telegram. It's Bards FM Canadian Revolution. I need you to get over there and sign up for that. We are making that one of the best go-to spots for information on the Canadian Revolution right now. We've already populated it with about 30 or 40 updates. Get on over there. Join that Bards FM Canadian Revolution page channel on Telegram. And you're going to find all sorts of great updates. We're updating it throughout the day, throughout the night, every day. And we've got, we even have our in-house Canadian expert paper bag helping us out on that. So we're going to be bringing in more effort into that in the coming weeks. We want to see those numbers grow in the tens of thousands. We want this to be a place to go to so you can get all things Canadian news. Okay. And all related to the revolution. I don't care about other, I mean, Canada, I love you, but I really don't care about your crisis with donuts or whatever you're having. We want to focus on the truckers and this revolution. So it's important. Okay. Now I've been saying this for some time. When you start to poke the dragon, the dragon's going to poke back and it's not going to poke back. It's going to blow its doggone flames at you. Canada and the rest of the world better be prepared because the police are ramping up their tyrannical garbage. Trudeau has now said it must stop. Okay. Now, here's another update from Kate. So a judge just passed an injunction or a temporary ban for honking in downtown Ottawa. So it's illegal right now to honk in downtown Ottawa. I just want to break down really quick what's happened in the last couple days. They called in a bunch of extra resources and officers from across Canada. They bought out a bunch of hotel rooms so people would essentially freeze. Any officer that is supporting the convoy could go under investigation and potentially have legal charges. Called a state of emergency. Called in more resources and officers. Started illegally seizing gasoline and propane from the truckers said that anyone who brings materials to the truckers could be arrested and now you can't honk. Some of you still trust the government. Yeah, some of you sure do. And some of you too many do in this country as well. You're getting diluted with this political nonsense that's going on here. We'll get more into that in a second. I just want to keep framing this for Canada though, because what's happening in Canada is going to happen here. Trust me. Our truckers are getting ready to move. You better be ready because they're going to pull the same garbage. Canada the, and the RCMP are, and 
our FBI are working together as well as our DHS. DHS sent out an alert today on the upcoming radicals. Those are us, by the way, by definition, people that are being influenced by things on social media. By definition, I don't get influenced. We share information, the real information that is outside of their control channels. We are all now domestic terrorists. And I want you to get that in your head and think about the magnitude of what I just said. The only way the RCMP was able to shut down and the government was able to shut down the funding at GoFundMe is that they defined this as an illegal protest, but worse than that, they've used the terms insurrection. This means that Canada and the Canadians are now terrorists in their own country for standing up for what is liberty, an insurrection, an occupation, all these things, an occupation. That's a, that's a foreign army does that. Okay? The only occupiers are the Vatican-owned hand puppets that are birthed through that idiot down south called Castro, and they become some sort of genetic connection to a lethal dictator, and he's now running Canada. And every one of his MPs up there is on the dole, almost everyone, not everyone, but almost every one of them is controlled by the deep state. Canada is, is a tyranny. And Canada, you've got a big amount of waking up to do because you have felt a very comfortable life. And I'm going to speak to you as somebody who has been through this a long time before you ever woke up. Canada's government has always been a tyranny. Canadians, unfortunately, have been lulled to sleep with their Tim Hortons and their double doubles and Timbits and Putin, uh, what is it, your French fries and gravy and cheese. All good. Good stuff, by the way. Was good, good stuff until Tim Hortons went commie. But anyway, the point is that Canada's government has always been a tyranny. I told you this story before that when I published the videos of Canadians in combat in 2006, the Canadian public affairs officer pulled me into his office after I published him in. I want to be very clear. I was authorized to be there through the graces of Lieutenant Colonel Ian Hope, which was the ground commander for all Canadian forces in, in, in Southern Canada or in Southern uh, Afghanistan. And I did exactly as one would do. I did stories covering Canadians in combat. It was the first footage of Canadians in combat since the Korean War. The problem is the Canadian government has sold this lie to the public that Canada was doing a policing action. <laughs> Canada's, Canada, <clears throat> Canada interpreted that correctly, that the way you police child rapists and drug dealers is you put a bullet in their head. And that's the correct way to police them. And Canada did a very good job of policing those dirtbags in Kandahar, province, including a little place called Hyderabad, which is literally a living hell on earth, torture chambers, child rape centers, money laundering for drugs. It's the best of the best of the drugs. And Canada, and I was there with them, filmed the whole thing. They, as the used to Canadian terms, mucked it out. In other words, they shoveled all that garbage right out and they left them all to find a dirt, a dirt nap and enjoy that at the hands of great Canadian infantry. So when these videos got released, the Canadian government went ballistic. They accused me of violating national security rights. They hired a yellow journalist rag. I believe it was in the 
Toronto Sun that wrote some smear piece on me and said that I was a a rogue American wandering, that's how they say it, wandering the battlefields of Afghanistan and stumbled onto the Canadians and illegally took footage of the Canadians in combat. Yeah, they wrote it. And the parliament, the same ones today that are sitting here nodding their heads to this little tyrant Trudeau, voted to have my passport blacklisted for Canada for my life. <laughs> Now, here's the little problem that Canada ran into. Those videos were put on YouTube, and what the parliament didn't quite understand, neither did the PM at the, or the, yeah, the PM at the time, is that Internet doesn't know borders. So those little videos, three of them, three minutes apiece, well, they ended up getting, and this was when YouTube was one year old, each one of those videos had over a million views. Canada woke up to just what exactly their soldiers were doing and, and fighting like crazy for their nation to keep themselves alive rather than being put up as sacrificial lambs to meet with Taliban and promise them a well as the, and then be axed to death. True story, by the way. A Canadian commander sat down to meet with the Taliban, and the Taliban sent in an axe murderer and literally axed him to death. But the government authorized no counteraction. Just so I say it. So all that said, Canada, your government has been, always will be a tyranny until you tear it down. And that's the truth. Now, let's get this. Here is some other updates. I want you to hear this. This is an important update because this is, it's hard to say because there's a lot of rumors floating around today that up to 50% of the police force in, on, in uh, Toronto, I believe, I think that was the call. Let me see if we have it up here. One of the, there is a post that, up, I'm sorry, Ottawa, up to 50% of the Ottawa police force have retendered their resignation. This has been floating around. There's no confirmation on this. It would be nice to know. We may find that out. And apparently what we hear is Canadian armed forces have repeatedly vowed allegiance to the people. I will say this, in, in that whole affair with the politics of Canada, the one group of people that stood by me and supported that video work, whereas it was the Canadian military. God bless them. So Canada has great people like we have great people, but this is a real division right now, and the problem is police are getting mixed up and confused. So I've got two updates I want you to hear. This one is from kind of the current state of concern. Keep that in mind. And again, what I'm about to play for you, it's – it's been said, it's, it looks like it might happen, but there's other indications that it might not, but still, it's important to hear. Hey guys, so I wish I had some good news here, but I do not. I've got some bad news from uh, some sources inside the uh, police infrastructure. Um, I consider this to be uh, very credible um, from some people that I trust. Uh, unfortunately, uh, rather than negotiate or speak to or deal with uh, this uh, you know, very popular movement that's happening across the country, the government has opted instead to use a brute force. Um, uh, evidently, according to these guys, there's uh, hundreds of uh, RCMP uh, uh, members from the POU, Public Order Unit, riot cops, uh, are being assembled and bust into the area. Uh, they're planning on mass arrests. Um, apparently they're working on this, uh, around the clock 24 seven, uh, on how they're going to do this. Um, they're hoping to, you know, arrest a, a couple of people and for every person that they arrest, 10 people will disperse and leave the area. Hopefully, um, plan on, they're going to be killing cell phone service 
You're not going to be able to call. You're not going to be able to live stream. You're not going to be able to do anything. It's going to be it's going to be off. Um, people that are arrested are going to be collected. They're going to be bussed down to uh, Lansdowne uh, for processing, and um, that's how they're going to plan to uh, disperse this. They're going to rather than talk to anybody, rather than deal with any of this, the most uh, peaceful, uh, unified um, national moment we're having right now. Uh, the state, this is apparently it's coming directly from the top, is to use a force to disrupt and, and, and disperse these protests um, before Friday. Um, but that could mean that could mean tomorrow. It could be tonight. It could be Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, but they're they're working on it apparently around the clock, and um, hundreds of hundreds of cops are on the way here uh, to prepare for this. Uh, you can expect. I guess uh, a few hundred RCMP uh, riot cops are going to be taking the lead on this, and then there's going to be, of course, support from the OPS, who are now apparently uh, exempt from being vaccinated. Isn't that nice? Isn't that a nice uh, thing? I know, I know, uh, the way they bribe these guys, right? And then, of course, you've got the OPP here. You've got the Durham police. I saw. I've got Toronto police. The entire uh, government apparatus is coming down on top of these people. Um, so, for what it's worth, I'm telling you, this is. I'm warning you. This is what. Again, it's coming from people that I trust. They're coming, and they're going to arrest everybody. And they're just going to come down there, and they're going to lock you up, and that's going to be that. That's the plan. That's what they're planning to do. They don't want to talk to you. They're not interested in entertaining your your uh, your, your, your your problems or, or talking to you. It's not going to happen. They're planning to send in the jackboots to round everybody up and have them all arrested. And you've only got a couple of days, if that. So share that around. Get this out. Get this message out to the truckers. Get it out to their, their organizers, their leadership. I'm already, you know, in touch with some of these guys and, and trying to let them know and warn them. Um, this is coming from, you know, good guys inside the apparatus that this is the. So this should not come as any surprise. And I, I keep saying this. It should be just part of the normal escalation of force. I think some people really are believing that this is a shock. And I think Canadians are in for a big shock. And I think the Canadians are going to have to open their eyes to realize exactly what their government is really about. You're just part of the Western tyranny. That's it. And it's a global network of people. This The entire governments are literally interconnected. It's an interconnected criminal cabal. So get that right. So Canada, don't be surprised. Just buckle down. But the thing is, I have to say, Canada is doing a fantastic job of holding the line. It's just going to be tried now. You can't expect to just park some trucks up there and say you're going to have a talk. And the other thing is really, I mean, make sure when you start talking to these politicians, what do they want to do? They just want you to go away because you're making them look bad and you're putting public pressure on them. Their job is to herd the sheep into the slaughter. That's their job. And Trudeau is the lead wolf. And quite literally, as much as Canada hates Trudeau, as much as we hate Biden, we're still tolerating him. And that's the whole problem is everybody keeps going, well, that's okay. It'll go away. In the meantime, while well, they execute order after order. And, and here's the thing. And this is where people have to look for the long, long view on this. They can promise you they can even write anything in paper that they want. They already have 50 edicts, 100 laws built to upend everything that they promise you. You could get Biden to walk out of office today, and no one is going to undo his EOs. Think about that. 
There's hundreds of EOs. I want to know how many of those hundreds of EOs that's, that Obama signed and Bush signed, I know some were overturned, but how many did Trump overturn? Was the Patriot Act overturned under Trump? Nope. In fact, it was reinforced. You see, the problem we have here is that once these people get power and they get something from you, they will give you lip service and promise you to undo things, and, and they may do it, in fact. They may say, okay, we'll drop the restrictions. I guess they dropped the restrictions today in Alberta. Well, good. Big deal. Did they take away the emergency powers? Did they upend every capability for them to reimpose the restrictions? The answer is no. I guarantee it. And unless you take all that power away, they are going to come back and slide it in again. These people are slime. They are criminals. You understand that? This is probably one of the best pieces today. It comes from a U.S. police officer. I don't know exactly where he's from. Obviously, down south, you'll hear the and it may be Louisiana, Alabama area, but take a look, listen, listen to this. This is a really good perspective, and this is to all men in blue, all men that are serving in police, listen up, because if you don't get this message, you're going to be on the wrong side of this fight. Hello, everyone. I hope everybody's doing fine. My shift was over tonight and on my way home. Folks, I couldn't help but think about everything that's going on in our country and in our world and up in Canada. You know, these folks are really standing up for what they believe in, and rightfully so. But the videos and stuff I've seen today of officers taking people's fuel, taking people's gasoline, and I can't help but stop and think about this. You know, as an officer, my career I've heard countless times about integrity, being a person of integrity, doing the right thing even when no one is looking. Now, I don't know what Canada's constitution is. I've never really looked into it. But no matter who you are, if you're in law enforcement, regardless any place in the world, Integrity is one thing that you should always take seriously. And that's doing the right thing even when no one is looking. My oath was to the Constitution of the United States. And my oath was to protect the constitutional rights and the people of the community in which I serve. I not at no time did I ever swear an oath to a politician. And my integrity runs deeper than their political gain. It's just my thoughts, folks. Something that was eating at me, I thought I'd share it with you. And that's just how I feel. So that's solid integrity. And every police officer out there is going to have to decide right now what their own integrity is. If you're going to be hold your integrity with the deep state or if you're going to hold your integrity with the people. And if you're going to stand with the people, you're on the right side of this fight because there's a whole lot more of these people than there are of them. Now, the one thing Canada is demonstrating to the world right now is that when a nation stands up, there are not enough of them to stop the movement. And the thing that's even better about this is you always hear the threat of military and the use of force, which they can do very effectively. 
But it's really hard to start dealing with military when you start bringing in heavy equipment because all of these tractors, these trucks, these trailers, they're massive. They're weight. They're steel. They can threaten you all they want. Canada's done the right thing here. They've used the right piece here to move in. Now, Canada has 50K military and 25,000 RCMP. That's 75,000 people in, in, that are in uniform to enforce the laws for about 30 plus million people, about 32 million people in Canada. And right now this movement, and I don't know the current numbers right now, but it was as of last week end, 1.4 million had mobilized. And my guess is those numbers are growing. That's fantastic. And that's how you overwhelm a, a few numbers. They can't stop this. They know it. So they're going to start targeting individuals and create a threat and a fear through the entire system. Now, this is a big picture issue here because right now the central banks are moving to their next play. And I guarantee you this is coming, and I'm going to show you some evidence of that. The next step is going to be to collapse the economies. Now, folks, I really want to just get you to understand, I've been talking about this for some time, how there are not, it's not a good and a bad path. It's both of those paths, MAGA and the progressive movement are going to the same position. The difference is that this progressive extremist movement is taking the people that will willfully comply to government and they're getting them already chipped and ready to roll. The other side of that movement are taking those that are screaming liberty and they're saying to you, it's your choice, don't worry, friend. We'll take care of you. You'll get your rights back. But if you want to get vaxxed, it's your choice. The vax is the central piece to defining what's going on here. People are, need to see this. Now, all of this, I made, it, I made a comment just a second ago, and I said that Trump had not stopped the Patriot Act. When I mean that, Congress signed the Patriot Act. That's correct. And Trump could not stop it, but he never fought it. And we know that had President Trump tweeted out about it, there would have been resistance to it. But there was never anything to stop the Patriot Act. In fact, his acts only enforced the Patriot Act. We saw more, we've seen more expansion of surveillance powers under the Trump term. All of those things are now being used against us in force. And we keep thinking there's two parties. This is one party, two faces, and we're being played in ping pong, good cop, bad cop. And I think people are still having a hard time accepting that because they're like, well, no, now wait a minute, Trump, look at all the good things Trump did. All right, let me just give you this little snapshot and I'm going to go to Q because Q said the Fed would not be removed. It would just take on a different form. Listen to these two paragraphs. Listen closely to what this article says today and it's in Forbes. It reads this, as the race against China's development of its central bank digital currency, CBDC, known as the digital yuan continues, the U.S. Federal Reserve accomplished a feat in testing a design for a U.S. digital dollar in one of two tests managed to handle 1.7 million transactions per second. Now, notice how they, how they worded that. The CBDC, which is Central Bank Digital Currency, they made you think that it was just China, but it's somehow the U.S. Federal Reserve was developing its own digital dollar. Now, listen closely to how this article continues. A report released last Thursday provided the initial findings of research conducted as a collaboration between the Boston Fed and Massachusetts Institute of Technology, dubbed Project Hamilton. 
The report describes a theoretical high-performance and resilient transaction processor, listen carefully, for a central bank digital currency that was developed using open source research software called OpenCBDC. All they're doing right now is they're playing good cop, bad cop on you. The whole objective is the bankers are moving in the world for a massive coup to take over everything. And it doesn't matter whether you follow Biden or whether you follow Trump. Everything is going to be pushed onto the blockchain. What did, the, what did Trump do under when he authorized the Defense Act? The first thing that happened is the military stepped up in spring of 2020 and they said that they had instituted their artificial intelligence logistics supply chain system which was built on blockchain. They want every single thing tied to the blockchain. Everything. And everything is going to be coded into that. Every bit of your life, every grain of cereal you eat, every seed you buy is all being recorded and tracked so that there is nothing that moves in this economy that they don't have a piece of, a tracking of, and a monitoring of. This is crazy stuff. If you've noticed that your bank accounts are itemizing your your purchases, pay attention to that. Go in and check if you think I'm getting Those itemizations that are happening, they're gearing up for this central currency because then they can decide at certain points like, "Oh, you're spending too much money on food. We're going to we're going to limit you on that. You're spending too much money on entertainment. We're going to limit you on that." And they're going to be able to centrally control your spending limits. And everything is going to be tied to a social credit score, which, by the way, I think mine is now minus one. <laughs> I'm pretty good. I'm doing great on my social credit score. Everything is going to be tied to a social credit score, and everything's going to be tied towards advanced facial recognition. There's a piece that came out today from an Olympic athlete. By the way, I don't know if you know, the Olympics are on. I could care less. I'm not watching. I think every Olympic athlete that went over there is a traitor, so stay there. I cannot stand the Olympics this year, and I can't believe Olympic athletes. It's all ego. The only reason Olympic athletes go over there, they're like, well, I've trained my whole life. I've got to be seen by the world. They all got vaxxed. Good job on that one. And they're all living in under Chinese tyrannical rule, and they're just laughing at it, thinking, oh, well, it's okay. They thought it was a joke today. The Americans are like stupid kids walking in where they're doing facial rec. They all have their masks on, and they're like, well, this is so funny. I don't understand how the thing is reading my face. And knowing exactly who I am when I have my mask on. It's called iris scan, by the way. And the whole process of this time with masks on has been to train their artificial intelligence to read your face even though you have a mask on. Yeah, I know. You've heard that before. Hopefully. Hopefully that's not new news, but it apparently is to some. We are in a very, very critical time right now. I want you to hear this piece from a woman that works in, you'll, she'll hear, you'll hear her story. This is a woman that has now works in oil and gas and start to listen carefully to what she has to say. This is two minutes, 45 seconds. So about eight years ago, I lost my baby during pregnancy, which is the reason that I actually left the healthcare field because I was working with pregnant women primarily, um, reproduction and endocrinology. And I just found it was a little bit too difficult for me to provide quality of care given my recent loss. So I went back into full-time uh, working in the gas and oil and recruitment 
sector. And to this day, I am running a global uh, gas and oil recruitment firm. And the reason that this is important is because of what I am seeing as an executive in this industry happening right now as a result of the COVID vaccines. And it's something called succession planning. And if you don't know what that is, look it up. But basically what it is, is companies need to plan for um, what's going to happen as their staff um, move on. Rather, they move up the line, they retire, um, so on and so forth. And succession planning is something that I help companies with professionally by offering them uh, recruitment services. So they'll come to me and say, hey, we're going to need 100 guys to, you know, staff this rig, so on and so forth. And so we'll provide them that service. Well, what's really interesting, what's happening right now, and it's actually mortifying, not just interesting, is that executives are having their uh, HR staff and their managers, superintendents, foremen, so on and so forth, go through and look at the staff that have received the vaccines. And they're planning to have to replace them all within the next three years. What does that say to you? This is something that's, you know, it's got some of these guys literally in tears as they're going through the company and literally checking off all of these individuals that have taken the vaccine, knowing that most likely in the next three years, they're going to have to plan to replace that person. What does that say to you? And this is a really big thing in the industry that I'm in and a lot of talk going on around this at the moment because these massive companies, massive gas and oil companies, are looking to have to replace thousands of personnel. And I'm in that line of work that does the staffing for these large gas and oil companies. And um, they're pretty petrified as for what's going to happen to their staff, but also their businesses because they project that they're going to lose, you know, roughly half of their personnel. And what happens with that? You don't have any oil and gas. And what do you replace it with? You replace it with electric vehicles. Isn't that convenient? Check this out. Ford invests up to $20 billion to accelerate shift to electric vehicles. Ford is now scuttling. And then it's announced just yesterday that Ford is going to shutter eight factories due to persistent supply chain disruptions. And what are they going to focus on instead? Electric vehicles. When you own the game board, like they do, you can scuttle a a billion-dollar company, and who cares? They're going to force down the the fuel production capacities because they're just going to kill off the labor. They're going to force everybody into electric vehicles. At least they're going to try. That's their goal. Keep in mind, these are their goals. And the whole idea is they want you to get you into a you get into these electric vehicles, you're getting into total control. Ford has acknowledged that it's having to, listen to this, a reworked Ford organizational chart, including the hiring of an unspecified number of engineers, especially in disciplines relatively new to the company, such as battery chemistry, artificial intelligence, and EV software. Right now, the advantage that we the people have in terms of a fifth column, and that's coming from within, is to disrupt their ultimate demise of the economy. 
they know that they are planning the breakdown of the economy. They're planning to rupture the economy and they're going to roll out the digital dollar or the digital currency. CBDC, central bank digital currency. The thing is that their timing is they don't have all the pieces in place. They're methodically moving this step by step so that people won't see it. They won't notice it. And they'll quietly move everybody into the trap. The only way to disrupt this is to hit this violently like the Canadians are doing and to do this globally and to hang on because they're going to still rupture the economy. They're just going to have to accelerate this. And part of this is they're slowly trying to die off the industry of oil and gas so it can't recover because they won't have the expertise and they're going to hire up new engineers that will never go into the petroleum industry. They'll slide them into the electric industry. And, of course, all these weenies that believe in global warming are going to be dancing around. Yay, yay, we won. That's all cool, except that now every vehicle that they own, like everything else, is controlled by a central control system run by an AI back end that's all tied through the 5G, soon-to-be 6G network. Everything that has happened here has been by a plan. You keep hearing this nonsense. She was never intended to lose Hillary Clinton. I got news for you. Patrick Byrne revealed in his interview on this show that they discovered that Trump won by a hack. Now think about this a minute. Trump won the 2016 election by a hack. That there was a high-level hack done to put Trump in power. I don't care whether good or bad, you tell me that that's a good thing, that our system was hacked to put another person in. I'm telling you, this is a fight between two elite factions. It has nothing to do with us. It's a moderate elite versus an extremist elite. And the elites are vying for power. They're trying to see who's going to grab what power. Right now, you have the extremists in. Now, that's the elites. Above them are the central bankers. And the central bankers don't care. They're laughing their tail off. They're like, hey, watch this. We'll put Trump in play here. We'll put Hillary in play here. Hillary says she was never expecting to lose. Correct statement. But they all knew she was going to lose. She had to lose. And even if, because they needed to bring up this other mass of people that were violent. Who were they? The potential patriots with guns. That's who backed Trump and Christians. And what happened? You got Q and you got MAGA. And everyone went, good, we saved our country. We got played, every one of us. Because the policies that are rolling out are exactly the same. Exactly the same. If you only difference is time. All right? The acceleration of time. One side, which I've referred to on the show as the Illuminati extreme, are all about like killing everybody now and forcing you into it, whether you like it or not, putting a slave gag on you and say, obey or we'll kill you. That's kind of their way. The other way, which all follows this enlightenment thing, there's no God in that. It's just this enlightenment. It's all comes out of a core of what we know, what I refer to as American masonry which to kind of give you an idea, when our founding fathers started this country, they were part of the Masons. Almost every one of them quit after the revolution once they discovered what the Masons were actually about. And the reason they had come together through the Masonic Lodge is they were trying to build male fellowship to do planning and other things only to discover that what they became part of was a bunch of radical insurgents trying to take over the country again like they had left from Europe. But that persistent line of the Masons has continued. And where we are today, and it's not exactly that clean, but I'm making it fairly clean to model this out, you end up with a fairly moderate line of elites 
And how do you tell that they are? How do you, what's the difference between the two? It's very simple. In a simple way to look at it, the Illuminati side says you have to take the vax. We're going to mandate it, and every woman, child, man in the world is going to be injected. The other side says it's your choice. Neither side is telling you that the vax shouldn't happen. Neither side is telling you that. They're telling you quite the opposite. They're praising Borla because he saved the world with his mRNA. No one wants to say bring Borla to trial. I'll say it. No one wants to stand before you and say stop the vax. And they've got this brainwashing going in the public so deep that even in Canada they're doing the same thing. It's like, well, if it's your choice, it's your choice. There is no choice in committing suicide. And this concept of, of going about this saying, well, it's your choice. Nonsense. Nonsense. So it's a big play going on here between A and B and both lead to the same core. It's one or zero again. It's a binary option. That third option is liberty. And that's where the fifth column has to stay and has to keep focused on. They are rolling out biometrics right now in aviation across the world. All this new technology, it's always about convenience. We're going to make it easy for you. As you come in and scan into the airport, you simply come in and you scan your face and then you see your flights and then you scan your face, you go through security and then you scan your face before you go in and board the aircraft. Everything is about your biometric data in a system that they track you completely. Right now, just in case you're concerned, just so you don't feel left out, <laughs> they already have all your biometric data. I mean, it's already in a file. They just don't want to use it now. They're excited, they're excited to use it, but they've already captured everybody's data. They've got a file on every human being on this earth. There's a good reason that NSA built this massive data trove in Utah. And again, like, oh, we're going to be using it to kill off the deep state. No, what they're doing is they're using it to wipe out their political enemies so that the new line of elite can step into power and assume control and steer people into transhumanism remember this he who controls the vaccine controls the world there's probably a pretty good reason trump's taking control of this let's talk about truth social because that's everybody everybody's like trump's going to be in truth social here pretty quick uh-huh there's another one i love this what did i say the other night i said that if you go if truth social starts it is going to be a guarantee that with truth social they're going to end up in meta. I said this two nights ago, that there is no possible way that Trump will avoid a trillion-dollar industry. Listen to this. Goldman Sachs equity strategist Eric Sheridan, excuse me, Eric Sheridan said, we are still 20 years into Web 2.0 and expect the timing of Web 3.0 will be similar, if not longer. That's a lie, but that's okay. Sheridan believes the metaverse will present a total addressable market of about 2.6 trillion up to 12.5 trillion in the next 10 to 15 years. 12.5 trillion is about two thirds of the entire U.S. economy in investment opportunities that the metaverse is going to represent. Do you honestly think that anybody will stay out of that if they're in the billionaire class? The answer is no. But just to so you don't think I'm just making this up, wandering around the, the metaverse of, or the Internet 2.0 telling you these things, check this one out. Peter Thiel, who was the tech supporter, he was the big gay tech supporter that backed Trump, has announced that he's going to leave the meta board 
to pursue Trump political agenda. Now, do you honestly think that Meta is going to go to sleep? This whole thing is about the fourth industrial revolution. The entire operation, the operation from Obama set the stage, followed by Trump, followed by Biden. Look at the play. Bad cop, Obama. Good cop, Trump. Bad cop, Biden. Good cop, whoever follows, probably Trump. It's the same play. It's a, ba- it's a pendulum. And they keep doing this. And why? Because as they push you far and far to the extremes, you take a few with you each time and you get you separate out the mass of resistance you're able to identify what the mass of resistance is doing and so then you bring another candidate in play which pacifies them so that these people won't go ballistic see Canada's rocked the boat it's that you're out of you're out of timing Canada good job seriously good job because you're not supposed to do this yet <laughs> you're you're bad children you are not supposed to be objecting to the system right now in the way you are and this is where Canada has been so successful and has been massively successful in breaking what they expect. Now, Deep State still has, still is on their playboard, so let's get this straight. And it's not just all gone away and made better because the sort of things that they've got in their playbook are massive. But the point is that what Canada has done is they've taken control of the one segment of the economy that the deep state is trying to erase and replace with AI. This is very important. In the trans in the trans in the fourth industrial revolution model, working class gets replaced by robotics. Right now, we've seen more robots brought into factories. That's another thing. Ford's announcement of scuttling eight factories means that they've built the new factories with robotics. They've cut the deal with the unions and labor will be retrained and replaced at a lower wage to monitor robots while robots do the human job. That's the model. So people become slaves to the machine. That is the whole principle. You turn labor into being stewards of whatever, not stewards at all, maintenance people for the machines that are doing the real work so that the humans become slaves to the machine. The problem is that they haven't gotten there yet. They're getting close. They need about another four to five years. So in that time, they'll be able to have automated trucks doing delivery, drones doing delivery, automated vehicles doing delivery to the door. The metaverse will be bigger. People can interact on there. They can get their stuff delivered to their their house. Ships will be autonomous. Vehicles will be autonomous. They'll even ha- they'll even come up with autonomous harvesters. You'll just end up with like cheap labor planting the fields, even if you need that. Increasingly, labor is pushed out. What do you think Ivanka was doing at the World Economic Forum in 2020? She was talking about the new transition of labor that was being displaced by robots and how they were going to retrain them so they had a purpose in society. That was a literal statement. So what Canada has done is they've stuck a knife into the cog and they've disrupted things before the deep state has the replacement vehicles. They don't have the replacement electric trucks yet. Ford hasn't got their factories totally retooled. Elon Musk doesn't have his automated truck retooled yet. So even though the, it's on the books in California where it says that if you buy a new truck that's older than, if your truck is, is past 2012 and you need to replace it, or maybe it's before 2012, I guess it is, 
You're not going to replace it. You have to replace it with an electric electric truck. The problem is they don't even make electric trucks yet. They're already putting the stuff in, on the books. That's how they do it. They put it ahead of time. And so the whole idea is over the next five years in this Agenda 2030, which is the fourth industrial revolution, which is the transhuman era, which is the metaverse era, which is make America great again, all of this garbage, they don't have all the pieces in place. So the greatest show on earth, which is the election fraud, is the greatest distraction ever created in humankind along with COVID. Between COVID and the election fraud, everybody's looking the wrong direction. And at the same time, they're rolling out with a fake pandemic. They get an injection, which one class is saying mandate. The other elite class is saying your choice. Either one leads to the same end. You're eradicating a class of people, which is the elderly. You are poisoning kids, but more, more importantly, whatever the children are getting in their body at that age, it's modifying their entire system of their immune system. So they're going to become permanently dependent on the drug industry. They're wiping out and creating a whole mass of sick and disabled people that are vax injured that will fuel the pharmaceutical medical industry for years to come because they're going to be dependent on cures that will never work. But the most important part about all of that is that they bypassed the evangelical movement that was resisting gene editing as a major industry in the United States. Guess what? CRISPR technology is now mainstreamed. This whole thing is a massive game on their board, and they're laughing their butt off at everybody that's playing, both sides swinging between politics. And the thing is that Trump's even more powerful than that because he reaches across borders. He unifies the world under the principle of make your country great again in the fourth industrial revolution. Just saying. The only way out of this thing is to start getting back to the basics of controlling your life by building sovereignty in your home. And that's the seven pillars of county by county, which we will get into on Thursday and Friday again. Patriots, this is a very critical time that we keep a clear head on what's going on. You can't solve all the problems, but Canada's on the right path. Because Canada's ability to disrupt the system right now is the most lethal thing we can do. The system is going to fight back. The system is going to rock and shake. They're going to throw everything at it, but it's breaking their timing. Canada is supposed to be a compliant, obedient nation. Thank good goodness Canadians are not. God bless you all. And without the obedience, they can't move the system forward the way they need because they keep getting exposed, so they have to reset their plan. The thing is that every time they reset back a bit, we have an opportunity to break away a bit. And that's how this is going to have to work to fight because we need to get more and more people aware of this integrated agenda that they have, good cop, bad cop, all towards the fourth industrial revolution to make a choice of whether you want to go there. I have no interest in being transhuman or being part of a metaverse or being in a world that's run by robots, period. And yet that's exactly the acceleration they want. I mean, the things that they have created under this whole concept are insane. The levels of nanotech, the levels of... Everything they're doing are absolutely insane. And they're trying to do it to such a degree and are pursuing it to such a degree that they're trying to ensure that there's no way out 
for humanity. And that's the challenge that we all have going forward is can we resist this? Can we overcome this? And the answer is I absolutely believe we can. But it's going to take all of our effort to be clear-sighted on what we're doing. I'm going to end with this point. On October 2012, the Supreme Court saw a case called the Association of Molecular Pathology versus Myriad Genetics Incorporated. It's a very important case. Number 12-398 on the docket. It was argued on April 15, 2013, and it was decided on June 13, 2013. Scalia was even a writing on this. Here's the bottom line on that case. If mRNA was used on a living being, it was assumed that genetics would be modified and therefore the person or living entity would no longer be what they were. They would become a new species, a genetically modified organism and therefore were licensable by a corporation. That's it. You took the vax. You're now product of a corporation. And that's how they ensure enslavement. This is a very real fight. Everything that they're doing has purpose and intent. The Q notion that they're stupid is ridiculous. These people are brilliant. And we have to be smarter and more adaptive. And we have to go back to go forward. Literally, go back to go forward. We got to get simpler and break from technologies to go forward. And there's going to be a lot of challenges in that, but we will overcome. Center to all of this always is our faith and our intimate relationship in Christ. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time, the ability for us to see clearly and to be courageous. Our prayers this evening begin with Canada. We pray for the truckers. We pray for the people of Canada to continue to be unified and hold the line, to stand boldly in this time, to stand boldly against this evil, no matter what this tyranny does, to not let the state intimidate them, to not give in under any circumstance and to hold that line purely in the fight for liberty. Lord, in this time, it's so important that people seek you, seek the intimate love with you through Christ Jesus. And we pray that that will be one of those things that they will find in this whole process. And for that matter, everybody in the Patriot Movement worldwide. We have to stay strong together. We have to quit being offered and tricked into accepting the trick, the tools of convenience and technology to make our life easier. And so we pray for the truth to be shown of what technology is actually doing to shutter the images of niceness and start exposing it for the true evil that it is. That more and more we can see how these elite players and these elite billionaires are coming together to play the same game. That their war is not our war. Their war has nothing to do with our liberty, but we have to seek our liberty on a third path. Give us that clarity, Lord, that direction, that guidance, that strength. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Biggest thing is, these are big issues to grasp. It's frustrating. Sometimes you feel down. You can't feel down when you're walking with Christ. Because all of this is as it should be. People are awakening in the process. But unless we press for truth 
and start to see what the truth actually is, we are not going to get through this maze. We are trying to escape the matrix. The matrix is complex. It didn't get here overnight. It didn't trap 7.5 billion people on accident. It's going to be a persistent fight for truth and clarity. And that means that every step of the way, there's going to be new challenges. But each step of the way, we stay intimate in our relationship with Christ Jesus and through Christ the Father. And when we hold that truth on everything we do, no exceptions, this is where the strength is for humanity and the surviving space of humanity. When we deviate from that path and start to fight this thing as men on men, we will not fare well. When we put God before, be on our back and Christ before us in this walk. Everything before us works and we will be victorious. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent, always press into the fight. This is an amazing time to be alive in spite of all the challenges. And that time right now, we are seeing just how much deception has been around us. We are able to influence outcomes and we're able to do the one thing that the deep state cannot win over and that is coming together and standing as one as people. Canada, thank you for what you're doing. Stay strong. The world needs it. Don't bow. Don't bend. Don't buckle a knee. The world is awakening. So have a blessed night, patriots. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. Prayers right now are critical. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And God will always win. But we have a critical walk and purpose in this time. We are here in this time, in this place for such a time as this. Never forget that. I'll see you this evening for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time. God bless. And out for now. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable 
that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray, we stand, we live by the words, in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light it can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 